Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s. Do you remember when we was friends back then? It was acceptable then. Those 40 years have gone so fast. Now we're two old nuts making a podcast. Just talking about when we were friends in the 80s. In the 80s. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. You right? Yeah, I'm right. You right? Yeah, I'm right. Where are we at today? October 82. Nice, nice. 40 years ago this month, we're, as we're, always. We're getting in quite early this month. I don't want to yeah. jinx that and it end up coming out at the end of the month just because... Yeah, it's going to take know. me three weeks to edit it. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully you won't say anything too offensive and, uh, and I won't have to tell you to remove it. Well, it's normally I've said something humorous, you've laughed at it and then... Got woke guilt about it. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> um, well, look, before we do anything, Shannon Matthews, the musical, the movie. Yeah. Crowdfunder. It's having it, isn't it? Ridiculous. Good, though, isn't it? Fucking amazing. I'd go and watch a film called Shannon Matthews, the musical, the movie. Uh, well, I'll be there. Can I have a cameo in it? Everyone's fucking said that. Do you know what? I did have the idea... Gotta put your old mate Roy in. Because everyone's everyone's been saying to me, Are you gonna have a cameo in it? Yeah. And I think I might black up, wear a red cob piece and just be on the TV. Like a proper cameo. Do we start with music? Oh. Or do we start with That wasn't a Oh, oh is it the blacking up bit? I don't think you're allowed to do that. Yeah, but if you're playing an eighties pop star, no one's gonna believe me as Larry Blackman, are they? Unless I What am I gonna do? If I just go on with a red cob piece going, oh, no one's going to know. That's a good point. Get the old snazaroo out. <laughs> right. That's not a euphemism. Right. Uh, are we starting with TV? Um, no, you're starting with a shout-out to the sponsor, yes. Urban, Urban Inc. Yes, Urban Inc. So Urban Inc. have four shops now. Um, Brentwood, Romford... South End and the new one in Hornchurch. Yes, so that's four shops. Um, 
Spoke to Billy this week. Um, They're primarily a tattooist. Yes. Tattoo, Did I mention that? Tattoo purveyor. Yes. I do ink. The kids call it ink, mate. Yeah, but if you call it, if you just say they're urban ink, they've got four shots, people might think... Maybe they sell pens. Quills. Quills. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I had a chat with Billy today. Um, well, no, it wasn't today. It was a couple of days ago now. Um, he's... I always think whenever like, I have any interaction with him, he's going to go, well, I've got to distance myself from this, mate. <laughs> and... Uh, no, another month. He's uh, he's 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 given us some sponsorship. Good old so, Billy. Uh, good old Billy. He's the thing that's keeping his podcast going. <laughs> he literally is. <laughs> you know, and you listeners and all the positive feedback we get. Yeah, obviously. we love yeah. that. We love that. Um, but not only does Billy uh, sponsor the podcast, Billy loves you as much as we do, and uh, and he shows that by giving you a discount. So if you want a tattoo. Just hit them up on the website or walk into any one of the four shops and to get your discount... Of 20%. Of 20%. That's 20 whole percent. When you walk through the doors, you go, hello. um, And you have to literally say this one word. And the one word is... Two words. Is the one word two words? Yeah. Rectal bleeding. Oh, I think, I wouldn't say that's your most shocking, but it's definitely the most horrible. Hmm. Well, let the listeners be the judge of that. Okay. Yeah, tweet in, hashtag rectal bleeding. Uh, <laughs> let us know your when thoughts. When I get that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that comes up later. Yeah. Like, um, Whenever I hear sexual healing, that's what pops into my mind. When I get that feeling, I've got oh, rectal bleeding. <laughs> it's ruined sexual healing for me. Yeah. Perhaps that's why he needed sexual healing. Oh, well, I will talk about the sexual healing that uh, that Marvin had uh, as this podcast unfolds. Oh, good. Uh, so, yeah, Urban Inc. Go check them out. Um, Google Urban Inc. Uh, they're on all the social media platforms. Uh, go give them a follow. Drop them a message and uh, and tell them that you, you listen to the podcast. And like you say, if you want a tattoo, hit them up. Their work is amazing. And all you have to do when you phone them up is shout down the phone. Rectal bleeding! Urban Ink, proud sponsors. I'm thinking about going to get a tattoo at, at Urban Ink. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are you thinking of getting? I've got a few things I want. I've, I've just found a little effigy of the Clacton Pier Clown from the 80s. Oh, right. And, I was, and I was, when I saw it, I was transported back to the 80s on Clacton Pier with DLT doing a visit there with his massive dealy boppers on, like fucking disco bulbs. Mm. Yeah. So let's maybe move on from it. Yeah. It wasn't kids. Right. Let's do film. <laughs> That's his words. Yeah. His words. Yeah. Be fair to him, it wasn't, was it? Films? Films. Right. What you got? Um, I've got, on MovieWeb, there were two films uh, that I'd heard of. Right. One of which was Halloween 3. Yeah. That was the one... With the Silver Shamrock Halloween novelties. Do you remember that one? Nah. Two more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Two more days to Halloween. I don't know what kind of Brian Molko from Placebo. I'm liking it. Keep going. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> that really was a good <laughs> Brian Molko. Uh, yeah, there was like so the, this brand of Halloween novelties that everyone was buying, and they just started killing people, and it turned out they had a microchip in with a sliver of Stonehenge. 
I won't be watching that. Don't Why know. would I be watching that? I would have been watching First Blood. Yeah, you were too scared. <laughs> first Blood was pretty gruesome. Yeah. It's good First Blood. Yeah, and it ties in with rectal bleeding as well. Does it? Oh. Yeah, like the first time you get rectal bleeding. Was that what the title pertained to? Yeah, the, the, the cover <laughs> of the uh, the first issue of the, uh, the, the DVD artwork or the VHS artwork was... Um, was just a quizzical Stallone just looking at a bit of toilet roll. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, have you seen First Blood, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, uh, I've seen it a lot. Yeah, no, of course, uh, yeah, of course you have, because you base your whole fucking persona of Mr. I could spend a night in the woods without shitting myself All right. on that film. All right. Well, look, you, well, you're, yeah. well, what have you got? Nothing. Your insecurities bother me, right? Because you always, like, throw this shit at me, right? Because you know that, like, you know, in them kind of environments, like, I shine, right? And you fall apart at the seams, right? So I'll take myself out of that, right? And let's role play this, right? I'm old Bill, right? I'm the sheriff, right? You've walked back into town. You are a sheriff. Right? Got my sheriff's award. Pass us me badge for the purpose of this. Um, Like my sheriff's badge over there. What, you not seen it's that? It's gone all rusty. Yeah, I've... Like, um, yeah, so what I want to do is uh, put you in the scenario, right? You're, you're in um, One Tree Hill, right? You're on the run, right? Well, I'm on the run. Because I've arrested you for, like, jaywalking and being a nuisance, right? You're walk... old Bill. Right, I'm old Bill, right? I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep Basildon, like, half-decent, right? So I'm like Moti, right. people's hero. No, you're not. You're not, a, you're not a man of the people, right? You're a fucking, you're a stray, right? And like, and I've caught you on a Sunday, right? Am- Run away, boy! Ambling back from a boot sale, right? You got your fucking, Mom and, Dad and I just drive past them. in the police car, right? And I look and I just think, what's that, right? And I, first of all, I'm struck by the fact that you got the Christians on the back of your um your, your metal jacket, right? Yeah, and I, I sort of shit, slow down. And you sort mix, of look I'm at me, mixing genres. And as you turn around, you sort of, you turn your head to see me, and I just see the word Judas Priest emblazoned across your cap, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not having this. It I'm not feels having... like this section might have just been invented to cut me off. <laughs> but carry on, <laughs> prove us wrong. <laughs> so. I arrest you, right? I take you into Bazard and Nick, right? And you're like, I ain't done nothing wrong, Pete. No, but you and wouldn't like, just arrest me. You wouldn't just no, arrest you, you're me. A nuisance, I'd mate. have it on my toes. I'll, t- I'll turn around and I'll say, look, get out of my town, right? I don't want you in Basildon, right? And you're like, all right. And then I'll drive off and then I'll, in the wind mirror, I see you've turned back around and you carry on walking back to cash converters in Basildon. And I'm like, right, no, I'm not having this. So I'll nick you, right? Take you in the cop shop. And then when my back's turned, like, I've, I've got like a jet washer out and I'm trying to fucking shower you down, right? Yeah. And, that sounds uh, like you. <laughs> and anyway, you make a run for it, right? Have I got any clothes? Uh, actually, no, right? You've got nothing on, right? But your Judas Priest cap, right? And your fighting gloves. That's all you've got on, right? right. And you've, you've run through... Not even uh, me donkey jacket with the arms cut off. <laughs> keeps me warm. Because <laughs> if your body's warm, your arms are warm. I forgot about that. I remember being really embarrassed when you wore that. <laughs> Bodies warm, your arms are warm. Right, so you've um, you've run through Basildon, right? Everyone's just pointing at your baby's cock, just laughing. Right? No, I've got me out over me cock at this point. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, and, and so I don't want to draw any more attention to myself. No, fair enough, right? But you've escaped yeah. into the woods, 
right? And like, and I know that you know I'm coming after you, right? Yeah. And you, but I know them woods like the back of my hand. Yeah, but like, I'm more skilled in that arena. No, you're just a copper, right? What? Well, we'll see. What are you doing? What's your plan? Right. So I've got nothing on <laughs> apart from me Judas Priest and me fuck right. So I get one of my fingerless gloves and I fashion it into like a Willy Walmart. And like the little finger stretch it. No, I sew the end up. I sew the end of the thumb, the thumb up, yeah. right? And I put the, the you like the mouth of the glove. Yeah. I, like I stretch it over me bollocks to keep it on. <laughs> All right, and I use a reed like that to, penguin in fucking. What's that kid's thing? The little animations, Wallace and Gromit, like that little pigeon that puts the, like the little penguin that puts the glove on his head, like that. Yeah. But I use a reed to kind of tie it around my back. You know, like a strap on. Yeah. Yeah, to like hold it on so yeah. that I can run unencumbered through the woods. Like like um, the, the dude in America, like David in American Wolf in London. Yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I've got to do, I've got to set up camp in the woods. Right. Because I'm hiding out. Yeah. So what I do is... Can't you've got to give yourself up. We know you're in the woods. Right. I'm there. I'm coming after you. Right, you're there already. Yeah, I've dilly-dallied too long. Yeah, you faffed around with your reed trying to fashion a fucking well, strap on. Yeah, but I didn't want to get arrested with my cock out. <laughs> I thought the most important thing was just retaining my dignity. <laughs> so what I'd do is right. I'd dig a big fucking hole okay. right, and I'd cover it. What with? Huh? Like my bare hands. Oh, right. So you're on all fours like a dog. Right, and you just like kind of yeah, like... Yeah, but I'm keeping an eye out on that. All right. What, You've like... got a fucking megaphone, so I know when you're coming. You just warn me whenever you're coming. <laughs> you tell me in advance when you're coming with that fucking All megaphone. Right. All right. So I'm digging a big fucking hole, yeah. like a pit. Right. Then I put sticks across it, yeah. like, and leaves and that. Yeah. And then I'll just wait behind a tree for you to come... Warm, warm, warmer. Warmer. Yeah. I'm getting closer to you. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just hiding behind a tree, like really, really fucking quietly, and I'm slim, so I can hide behind a tree and just kind of like occasionally peep round it, so you wouldn't know I was behind a tree because it's quite an old tree. Right, so it's got a big trunk, um, and then and it's cold, so I've not got to worry about getting a stiffy and it poking out from <laughs> around the side of the tree. It's really cold, like the, that that glove is barely staying on. Yeah. It's so cold, and then you just walk across my trap. And you fall into the trap, and I've put some sharpened sticks at the bottom, and one goes like right into your eye, and you're dead. And then I just climb in there, and I just like have a wank all over your corpse, and just laugh at you because of your stupid fucking game that you've played. There's a film called Class Reunion. Why? How did you see that panning out? Not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, in the meantime, I've been visited by Gazza, who's bought me a bargain bucket. (laughs) And a fishing rod. <laughs> and a dressing gown. <laughs> some tinnies. Oh, dear. Uh, there, was a fi- there was a film called Class Reunion. Oh, was there? Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It just looked like one of them sort of frat films that there was a lot of back then, which we've kind of established yeah. in, in uh, previous pods. Um, what did you want to be when you was at school? I didn't know. Didn't, I, no, I didn't have any. But I, I never had any fucking plan in place. Did yeah. you know what you wanted to be? No. I weren't good at anything. You weren't good at anything? Why would you always do this? I wasn't good at anything. Well, well like, you've known me long enough. What was I good at? Um, 
No, you're right. <laughs> definitely, definitely not podcasting. <laughs> Them soda um, jerker boys were shining already. Oh, at that do you age. know what? I reckon they were. Yeah. No, you were good at things. I weren't. I weren't I'm good having at anything. a laugh. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't pay the bills, does yeah, but it? It has done. Oh, I know. It's proved all no, right, isn't it? <laughs> no, I know. But you don't sit down and tell your careers officer that, like, you want to. What do you want to do when you leave school? Have a laugh. No, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. But then, you, you know, you feel... Did you have to fill out the fucking... Yeah. You know, like, the form with the smiley faces yeah. and stuff? What was that called? Like, that you decides what like career you... Career thing, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Right. Did what come up on that for you? Do you remember? Uh, Stuntman. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, I think it was Stunt like... Stuntman, serial killer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, survivalist. Um, no, I think my, mine was just something like fucking factory worker. Like, it was something where, like... It was like, yeah, go to Ford's. Like, yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, loads of people uh, that um, I went to school with went to Fords because obviously we live right next to. So why are you cutting them all off then? I'm not cutting because them off because you're going to see one of them at some point in the next couple of weeks, well, and I... they're just going to hit you in the back of the head. Well, no, I see loads because of them. they're all proper blokes. I see loads of them at my school reunion. Hmm. Did you have a school? You went to a school reunion, didn't you? Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I I done that fucking thing. <laughs> Of um, there was a girl that looked like she was carrying a baby, so I asked her when it was due, and it turned out she had just had a bit of extra timber, and and then it just hung in the air and just sort of stood there, and you're like, it's awful. Yeah, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Just trying to make conversation. Yeah, I'm bad at small talk. Yeah, I'm really bad at small talk. Like, I just can't do it. Like, I hate being in environments where you have to do it as well. I don't mind a little chat with a cabbie, but that's it. Yeah, but, like, even that generally ends up with you just having to, like, turn a blind eye to racism. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Okay. Oh, do you know what? I had this fucking quandary this week of... So I found that little... found that little um, effigy of uh, the Clacton Pier clown. Yeah. And I thought, what? I'm going to Clacton next week, so I could have the tattoo of the Clacton Pier Clown while I'm in Clacton. Hmm, nice. So I thought that'd be a nice kind of full circle thing. So I googled um, tattoo studios in Clacton. Is it the one on that holiday site? No, no, there's, there's one actually on the pier. Oh, right. So you think, how good would that be, having a tattoo of the Clacton Pier Clown from the 80s on Clacton Pier? Yeah. And the link was to their Facebook. And I went on their Facebook and there was that fucking black and white picture of the Queen with R.I.P. Her Majesty Elizabeth the Queen. I think, oh, no, they're flag shaggers. So that was that. But do you turn a blind eye? Do you turn a blind eye at people being just flag shagging, boot licking, right wing cunts? just to get a good tattoo done in the place you wanted it done. All I'll say to you is I would just march in there, shout rectal bleeding, see what happens. <laughs> Go where everybody knows your name, mate. Do you think so? Yeah. Ponce on once? Yeah. That's very good. Going early with Ponce on Oh, Nons. I've got some more games tonight. Oh, have you? I've yeah. got one as well. Prince. Big purple jacket. Bouffant hair. Massive house with lots of rooms. Ponce. Correct. Not sure I've had him before. Um, Welsh promoter uh, and pop star, 
frontman of Visage, uh, the flamboyant Steve Strange. Name Strange. Mm. Looks strange. Yep. But that's all right. He's flamboyant. Ponce. Correct. Pianist Liberace. Mm. Always got his own backstage room. Ponce. Correct. Ponce, Ponce. Um, who have we got? Um, Rod Hull. Nonce. <laughs> Do you think that fall off his roof saved him from you, Tree? If you're called Rod Hull, I mean, you don't call yourself that unless you're up to something. No. But then again, Rod Stewart isn't bumming you off. Correct. Correct. Any other famous Rods? Rod Hull. Rod Hull. Is that the sexiest nut? Roger Moore. Yeah. Rod Hull. Edward Woodward. Three stiffies for the price of one. <laughs> I hope that's on his gravestone. <laughs> it's got to be, isn't it? Bet he must have put that on there. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant. Okay. Uh, music. No, not, I'm not ready to move on from films Ooh, yet. What have you got? Um, I'm surprised you didn't spot this, because I actually... I, it, was, it was only a couple of films oh, on movie. Oh, have you been on movie phone? I went over to movie phone. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a little look most months, actually. Um, just to see what shit you're going to come up with. Did you say you didn't see Pacific Banana? Pacific Banana. Pacific Banana. No. That's not I'm unable to say specific. Yeah. I... Pacific like the ocean. Banana. Yeah. Right. Let, let me read you the little um, the, the little summary of the, of the movie. Martin is a pilot who sneezes whenever he is aroused and loses an erection. He works for an airline owned by Sir Harry Blandings, whose wife tries to seduce Martin, but then claims he made a move on her. Blandings sacks him, but gets a job at Broken Down Banana Airlines, where he flies with handsome Paul, who sleeps around despite being engaged to two sexy airline hostesses, Sally and Mandy. Engaged to two? Yeah. Wow. He's like George Martin, isn't he? Martin makes several attempts to have sex, but constantly fails to get an erection, even with the help of the beautiful Candy Bubbles and her female friends. What a name. Paul constantly cheats on Sally and Mandy, but they keep going back to him. Martin is constantly chased by Blanding's schoolgirl daughter, Julia. Eventually, Julia tells Martin she loves him, which cures his impotence and he can have sex. Pacific Banana? I'm going to go and watch Pacific Banana. And it's got uh, Luann Peters in it, who was the Australian girl in Faulty Towers. Wow. Yeah. Got to be worth a look, at it? That sounds incredible. Yeah. If anyone's seen Pacific Banana, we'll be interested to hear on the socials. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Did it win, what, did it win any awards? Um, it did, yeah. Yeah. Right. Music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a good, it's a good top. Not everything's judged by awards. You're such a Barlow, aren't you? Like, unless it's got a fucking Stop OBE. you referring to me. You, you, you've you Barlow at me quite a lot. You've become, no, I've got to say, not Ken. You haven't raped anyone in the toilets and got away with it. You've, or not, like he was cleared, no smoke without Philo. But 
you're more, you are a Gary Barlow. No, it's I'm like not. just toadying around. No, Since you're fucking anywhere. sheriff's award, like that fucking sheriff's badge you've got on here, like <laughs> it's just you're just like. Do you know what, mate? You're a main. You're a mainstream whore. Jealousy. Jealousy. Do you know the levels of jealousy I've experienced since uh, I've won the war for being brave? Like I thought you'd you'd be behind me. I thought you'd be a praddy. I was pleased for you, but I'm braver than you, so I should have an award. I don't think so. When them police fucking tried to do me for bill posting and you hid in the car, you weren't very brave that night. I was driving. It You'd had matter. a drink. No, you you was quite happy to throw me and Steve to the fucking... That was years ago. I freed a small boy's foot from some rocks in Sheringham. <laughs> the tide coming <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the shittiest fucking opening to an episode of Casualty ever. <laughs> <laughs> but his mum was screaming, the tide's coming and he can't breathe. I'm like, don't worry, I just put my snorkel and went under the water. Gave him a straw so he could breathe. Freed him. Yeah. But I don't want to make a big thing. That's the thing. Nah, nah. Why would you? Like people said, what's your name? Humble. What's yeah. your name? Yeah. I went, anonymous. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Like, there's a plaque in that there now, but to anonymous. Yeah. Save that child. Oh, well done, mate. Yeah. But, you know, I don't always go on about it. So yeah. Yeah. It's lucky I was having a, having a slush at the time, so I had that straw to give him to breathe. So... But so you've never heard about that because I just don't keep on about it all no, the time. In fact, no. I'm a bit embarrassed about even bringing it up. Yeah, of course, of course. Did you get an award for, for, for that level of bravery? Well, like I say, there's an award there sure. on, on the front now, like, you know, a little plaque yeah. commemorating oh, it. Like just kind of, yeah, Anonymous, just like with my, si- yeah. with my silhouette. Yeah, oh, right, oh, okay. Yeah, because, right. you know, no one knew who it was. Yeah. Because I didn't want big fuss about it. Brilliant, brilliant. Well done, mate. That's all right. Uh, what have you got on number one? Culture Club. Do you really want to hurt me? Give me time. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of this song. Do you know what? It's all right. I don't really think they've got anything that's any good, Culture Club. Do you? I like... Um, I need you... No, that's Marilyn, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I like... Um, uh, Church of the Poison Mind. Right, I like that one. Nah. I don't know. Like, I, I remember. I remember sort of thinking Culture Club were all right in the eighties, but I, I'd never listened to them. Now, yeah, I think. Do, do you really want to hurt me? Is probably like the best one. Mm. It, right. it was a big. It was a big thing at the time. Do you remember everyone talking about Boy George in the playground? Mate, after that top of the pops, everyone was just like, and it's mad when you look at it now that people were like. Is that a boy or is that a girl? No one had ever seen a gender bender before. And, like, it fucking confused some Essex dads, didn't it? Oh, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Because, like, it's weird to think about in this day and age because you just, you, you, while it was on, you'd just go on fucking Google. But that information weren't all available, was nah. it? Like, no. Nah. I mean, it, the fans were just flamed the next day in the tabloids. Yeah. And what was so good was he obviously looked really pretty and, like, yet. When he spoke, he spoke like one of your mates. Like, you know, he, he wouldn't suffer fools and, like, quite liked it. I thought it was really interesting. None of my mates sucked off Gavin Rossdale. Um, what I thought was really good 
was uh, at number two. It dropped from number one. I always imagined this was... At this num- generation <laughs> rules the nation with version. Billy, 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 Bong. Uh, Past the Duchy by Musical Youth. Oh, so good. Yeah. I wanted to be in uh, Musical Youth so bad. I wouldn't have had you. Why? You didn't have any musical talent. I thought I was a musical youth. Yeah, you did think you were a musical youth. Yeah. They didn't have to go to school. I saw a thing about them. They were like the kids from Grand Jury. didn't have to go to school. Really? Yeah. How's that worked out in the long run? One of them got sent to prison, didn't they? And like, did he kill someone? Or was that the bloke? Yeah, the bloke from the house might have done someone with an axe, didn't he? Yeah. Like, uh... Up the arsehole. <laughs> One a musical youth. Um, did I do a bank job or something like that? Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, one of them ended up getting sent down. For you a, really uh, are old Bill. Like, one of them, did he do a bank job or something? I don't know. Let's fit him <laughs> up anyway. Let's do a stop and search on musical youth. <laughs> you are old Bill. Fucking hell. I Why Google are you it. stopping and searching them, then? I'm not. I'm not. Are you profiling them? I'm not. Arrest boy Joel. No, actually, don't. No, he's fine as well. Right. He's been arrested. Yeah, he has. But they found someone dead in his house, didn't they? No, they found... Oh, no, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, in the uh, late 80s. And, uh... Well, you should get if, you get... if someone is found dead in your house, you should be arrested for your own good until they've worked out what happened. <clears throat> if they never find out what happened, then just get you back on Strike It Lucky. Oh. Right, what's next? No, I'm, I'm working my way through, uh... Good, through... though, past the duchy, isn't it? Oh, I really brilliant. think that's a fucking... Classic track. Did you? Uh, do you know? I did a little Wikipedia of them, and the group contained two sets of brothers. One of whom, their Michael man- and Kelvin, their manager was their dad, right? Uh, and he was in a Jamaican vocal group called the Techniques. Two of them are dead. Do you think it's the dad's fault? Do you think he pushed uh, them Freddie Junior White, who was a drummer, uh, died in uh, died this year, uh, and Patrick White. Two brothers, again, uh, died in 1993. Uh, oh, this is really sad. There was a third brother, Terry White, who's changed the <laughs> <laughs> boy George's radiator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, it's bleak, isn't it? Yeah, it's really fucking bleak. Oh. Never be a child star. Look at Lena Zavaroni. It's only going to fucking end badly, isn't it? What happened to her? She got like eating disorders and stuff. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, it's never fucking child stars. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, he died at twenty-four. One of them. Oh my so god! Young. With their careers going downhill, band members become embroiled in legal, financial, and personal problems. Dennis left the band, leading to his dissolution. Eighty-nine. It's so. Oh god. Oh, this is so bad. Oh god, I've really got it wrong. You really put this on a downer. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to end. Child stars never ends well, though, does it? It's always down to fucking pushy parents, isn't it? Oh. Just trying to vicariously live their dreams. <sighs> no, stop going down the rabbit hole in the middle of the podcast. In, uh, he was jailed for four months of reckless driving, credit card fraud, and assault in a copper. Well, some redeeming features. <laughs> <laughs> He was probably profiled by you. And Stop saying I'm profiling anyone. I'm not old Bill. I'm... Gary Barlow's not a policeman. 
<laughs> it'd like to be. It's all the same, though, isn't it? Yeah, they've rebadged it, you fool. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, Star Maker from the Kids from Fame. I bloody love that. Did you? I didn't like that. Oh. I think I was too mature for it. I was Leaver's Disco, little slow dance. Oh, yeah, little yeah. chubby. Like, 100%. Star Maker. Someone had a slow dance with you. Yeah. I, could, I won't say her name. No, I don't. That's, uh, your, that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Chubby? Yeah, of course I did. Oh, no, did I have a chub on or was she chubby? No, I wouldn't fucking ask that. No, did you have a chubby on? <laughs> You're quite comfortable. No, I'm not horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I would have had, like, a proper fucking little semi on, like, a proper little fucking bullet. Like, yeah. Uh... I love Star Maker. And if you watch the video to it, uh, they sing it to a, a teacher that's dying in the show. Oh, really? But was actually dying in real life. Hence, there's actual tears. It's a beautiful fucking song, as is number four. Zoom, just one look, and, and then my heart went, went boom. Did we talk about that last time? Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. But we didn't really talk about it. We just said, do you like that? And yeah. I went, yeah, I like that. And I said, do you like it? And you went, yeah, I like that. I like the fact that um, there's a bloke called Fat Larry. And he's yeah. Like, what should we call the band? <sighs> don't know. I can't really think of anything. Just call it Fat Larry's band. It might as well be Fat Larry's Diner or something. Yeah. If, if you're in a band, other diner. Yeah, definitely. If you're in a band with Fat Larry and the other bloke's called Neil and like and there's Christian, it's not going to be like, oh, yeah, uh, Neil's band? Nah. Christian's band? Nah. Nah. Fat Larry's band? Definitely. Bingo. Uh, was he fat? I bet he was, but I bet he weren't like... I'd reckon... It'd be like the whole thing of like 80s fat blokes, like Roland Brown in a Buster Blood Vessel. You imagine a like just huge, and then you look back now and you just think, oh, he just had a bit of extra timber. Do you think time's moved on, though, like with properly morbidly obese people and the way... Time's moved on and everything gets worse, you know. Fat Larry now, he's just like chunky. Yeah, Fat Larry's probably a personal trainer now. Like, yeah, he's probably clocking it at about 16 stone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. As his arteries, though. How did we talk? Um, uh, <laughs> 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 did we talk about uh, uh, Heart of Sam Sorry by Chicago last time? Yeah, yeah, because we talked about when it when it was hard to say you were sorry. I think. Oh, yeah, of course we did. Uh, Do you like? Did, yeah, we ended up singing "If You Leave Me Now." I think. Oh yeah, Jackie Wilson said by. Uh, why is it called Kevin Rowland and Dex's Midnight Runners? No, it's not. Is it? It's Dex's Midnight Runners. Yeah. Do you think he'd gone all? That's a good start. Isn't yeah, yeah, that's a really good start. <laughs> that was fucking great. That's that's great days. Yeah, uh, and, and the the fucking like that's one of the greatest things to happen on top of the pops. Then performing in front of a picture of Jockey Wilson. It never ever fails to blow my fucking mind. That yeah, like, someone lost their job over that. Well, they they reckon that they'd planned it beforehand. Fuck off. Well, yeah, but the, the thing is, like we like we were saying before we started recording. If one of your mates went, oh, do you know what we should do? Yeah. Put a picture of Jockey Wilson. 
You would, wouldn't you? Hundred percent, hundred percent. What music did you want to uh, discuss? Well, just just working my way through the top ten. Uh, at the at number eight, I came across the Pinkies Danger Games, which mm. I had to go and have a little look yeah. on Wikipedia, and then remembered you saying Big Papa Jay's old man yeah. had had some hits in the eighties. Yeah, and uh, and and this this was his band, wasn't it? The yeah. Pinkies. But I went, yeah. oh, I went and watched it on top of the pops. He's, he's fucking decent, isn't it? But he said there was like rumours of chart rigging and I stuff. Know, Do you I know, know the story behind I it? I don't know. I don't like. I did see that that episode of Top of the Pops like too because he also says that I think the bass player ended up in Slade. Like, um, oh really? Yeah, but Andy, like Big Papa Jay's dad. He's just got the full lethal weapon Mel Gibson mullet going on, isn't he? Yeah. He looks proper Oh, he looks cool. fucking great, I like, uh, And the looks singer, exactly though. like Big Papa Jay, doesn't he? He oh, just yeah, looks yeah, exactly, exactly the yeah. fucking same. The singer, though, he's got one of them cheeky fucking chirpy faces yeah. that you want to punch like Bobby from Bucks Fizz or Paul McCartney. It's a bit... Uh, he died last yeah, year. Yeah, um, I saw. Yeah, I did Google he died of cancer. So, you know, obviously faults to Papa Jay's d- dad and everyone that knew him. He's got one in faces, though, hasn't he? Who's got, like, punchable faces? Paul McCartney. Paul McKenna. Paul McKenna. What, the, the hypnotist. Yeah. But you would just want to punch an hypnotist. When you kind of come round, you taste the onion and yeah. realise your trousers around your ankles. Good Fuck you. you. Yeah. What are right. you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Simon Bates has got quite a punchable face. Bates, Steve Wright. Bruno Brooks, like all the DJs. They're all just so punchable. But it carries on. Scott Mills, Nick Grimshaw. What is it about DJs? Don't know. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, Danger Games by the Pinkies. Go and check it out. It's sort of a bit squeezy, a bit Beatles, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, super good. Um, right. For some reason, the House of the Rising Sun must have got a reissue. Uh, that's at number eleven. There was a few, a few fucking sixties ones. Was there a beat? Oh, love, love me do's in the top ten, isn't it? Yeah. Like, do you like House of the Rising Sun? Do you know what? I would have used to have said yes, but it's just one of them songs that just fucking. I've just heard it so much. Yeah, I, it don't blow my mind. Like, but I quite like story kind, of, story sort of songs like that. But I've just yeah. heard it so much, so you know what's going to happen. Do you know the but then story? I don't feel the same about camouflage. I could hear that at any amount of times and still be blown away by it. Do you know what the story is to Barry Manilow's number 13 here? I want to do it with you. <laughs> Perhaps he just wanted to do it with someone. What do you mean? Like make intercourse with him. Oh, okay. But do you know anything more no. about it? Who did he want to do it with? I don't know. Maybe it's just what Mary Wilson always wanted. Because she's at number 14. Well, I think a lot of women wanted Barry Manilow to do it with them. Think so? Yeah. Why would? Why else was he selling records? Who was buying his records apart from moist fucking middle-aged women? Yeah. Hey, did you fucking hear this week? Um, the detective who worked on Savile's case said there's another one. Did you see this in the news? Ooh. It was in the Star, and then Lab Bible picked it up. So the detective who worked on the, the Savile case said there's another one who they've gone to the Crown Prosecution Service with the evidence, but they won't prosecute, and said this person is untouchable and it'll only come out after their death. And so people were speculating on the internet, 
who's untouchable. Let's talk about that then when this is finished. Uh, I want to talk about it now. Well, no, because you're just going to list no, a load of people. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about who's a nonce. Right. Just talking about who would you say is untouchable in British entertainment? Well, I've got plenty. not in not in reference to being a nonce, but who would be deemed untouchable? I don't know. Just... Do you want me to ask if I think you have got any ideas who might be untouchable? Well, I had a few ideas. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, Paul McCartney. So, I'm not I've, saying I've, I'm I've not, enjoyed doing this podcast. Not, I'm not saying he's a nonce because I don't think he is. I'd be very, very fucking surprised to find out Paul McCartney's a nonce, wouldn't you? I've really enjoyed doing this. Yeah, it's been a laugh, hasn't it? I believe you're sweeping it under. You're so establishment. Sweep it under the carpet. It's all right. Oh, if this would have been two weeks all ago it... before your fucking crowd started, you wouldn't have been fucking throwing all this about, would you? <laughs> now you got it in the back pocket. You're like, yeah, fuck it. I'll throw a beetle under the bus. No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the point. The Chris Kickstarter ain't finished. Perhaps we talk about it next month. <laughs> Tune in to November 82. <laughs> in the 80s. Drew, let's talk more about the celebrity nonce. Oh, dear. I mean, there's, there must be a lot of stuff being covered up. And there yeah. is people that, you know that are untouchable but, yeah, because but, we saw that we've saddled didn't we yeah but and when like, you hear the word untouchable it's a big one isn't it yeah yeah but we know there's rumours about all sorts of people yeah uh, and I'm sure your listeners already know um, no I don't think but I don't think people do know who it actually is well they'll find that a good time they don't need to be prompted by uh, guesswork from um, you what's next love come down Evelyn Champagne King we talked about him in Champagne King, didn't we? Oh, Booze Base middle name. Uh, in at number 16, Mad World by Tears for Fears. Yeah. We like Tears for Fears, don't we? Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. Is that the first Tears for Fears song you heard? I don't think so. <clears throat> I think the first Tears for Fears song I heard was Shat. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, um... That I can really remember, and then obviously they become a big fave for us, that band, didn't they? And we... I, I definitely remember seeing Mad World on top of the Pops, him with his little kind of weird little yeah. ponytail. But then I remember like having a, like a VHS that you'd recorded off top of the Pops, and I don't know if Mad World was on it. I think it might have been, it might have been Pal Shelter. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't, see, I've I, I got into Pal Shelter retrospectively. What was the I other think. ones on that first album? Um, Change. Change. Oh, that's good. And The Way You Are. That one on the album, was that, it? Was that on the first album? That one on the first album, was it? Was that in between albums yeah, or something? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's good. Uh, I never do that, though. Can't be as good as the others. Uh, uh, should I Stay or Should I Go? Uh, by The Clash. It's good, the, isn't it? Yeah, did you did you know that before the Levi's advert? Yes, I knew the song. I, I don't know if I, I I don't know if I did. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but it's just one of them fucking ones because of the advert. You just heard it too much. Yeah, it got it got played all the time, didn't it? When we was out. Yeah, even in like pizzazz, they'd play stuff like yeah. that, wouldn't they? It was just like they'd play that and fucking dizzy. Uh, Eighteen Ziggy Stardust Bauhaus. Little Bowie cover there. Uh, I know nothing about Bauhaus. 
Do you know anything about Bauhaus? Not really, no. Um, what else have we got on there? Anything you want to talk about? Um, shaky, I'll be satisfied. I don't really want to talk about it. It's just like I went to listen to it. It was just rubbish. He was massive, wasn't he, Shaky? Yeah, really. He big. was really fucking massive. Do you think it was the old fucking M and M's, the old fucking middle aged moist mums that were like fucking all over him as well? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, but I remember my granddad liking Shaky, but because it was like old old time music, it, it's weird, isn't it? He's like. He was a bit of a fucking... He was a rock and roller, wasn't he? Yeah. He had but a he was, bit of double denim. But there was, you had like Shawaddy Waddy and Darts, and they yeah. all kind of threw back to the 50s, didn't they? There was a lot of that around coast to coast. There was a lot of yeah. that kind of thing, wasn't there? Don't hold up. Nah. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, go on then. Uh, I, I've been thinking... We was talking about um, the Pinkies and their, their, their top 10 danger games. Yep. So... Uh, so it's a danger you, game. Well, no, you tell me, right? So I'm going to throw four games at you. Okay. And I want to know if it's a good game or a danger game. Okay. All right? So what's the two permutations? Good game. Yeah. Danger game. Yeah. Yeah. All right? Uh, so tell me if you think this is a good game. Uh, Soggy Biscuit with Chaz and Dave. What, it's just Chaz and Dave playing Soggy Biscuit? No, you're playing as well. Danger game. No. Well, that's a good game. Of course it is. Playing Soggy Biscuit with Chaz and just Dave. How old are you? You're just fucking hanging out of a couple of fucking geezers. Like, you're just, you'd instantly grow pews playing Soggy Biscuit with Chaz and Dave. Yeah, but who, sp- who eats the biscuit? The one who spunks last? I just think, I, I think Odgies just goes in anyway. Don't care. Do you, do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I've eaten worse, boys. <laughs> He's all got right. it all round his moustache yeah. and beard, hasn't he? Wallop smashes it straight down. <laughs> Wallop, it's gone down. Right, okay, next game. Uh, Kiss Chase with Bananarama. Good <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, imagine chasing them around. All right. <clears throat> Doctors and nurses with Toya and Fripp. Good game. <laughs> I would. I'd go home in their sidecar. <laughs> you wouldn't get a spunk insider, though. No, it's no privilege. Trips privilege. <laughs> Anybody that messages us or, or reshares this or tweets it, please hashtag Frips privilege. It's the new show. Hashtag Frips privilege. <laughs> right, got one more game for you. Uh, Bums and Willies with Captain Birdseye. Danger game. Correct. <laughs> what was he up to with his fish fingers? Yeah. He'd never fucking earn his stripes in the military. Nah. I wouldn't want to end up stuck on a boat with him. Nah. Fucking, you know, fucking Walter Mitty full of his fucking stories whilst he tries to slip you a couple of fucking fish fingers. Yeah. Maybe he's untouchable. It's Captain an institution on the fucking, you know, on the dinner tables of fucking the United Kingdom. You're right. Right. Sniff his fish fingers and you find out the truth. Yeah. So, did you have anything else in the charts? Uh, of what you got? Um, 
I don't know, I mean, I don't want to just fucking moan about things, but the Pretenders back on the chain gang was at number 22. <laughs> oh, back on the chain gang. Do you like any Pretender songs apart from Brass in Pocket? I don't think so. I ain't heard that many. I've only heard that, don't get me wrong, chain gang. What was that horrible, slowy power ballad one? I'll stand by you. Oh, that's fucking awful. No, he's wafty. And that Christmas one. The, the Christmas one's the worst one. What's it called? I don't know. It's, How's it it's, go? Uh, Christmas time. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's really horrible, isn't it? It's just really horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, said, I think that's my worst Christmas song, along with Queen's Thank God It's Christmas. Oh, I don't like uh, Simply... No, I don't like... Um, uh, uh, what's Shaky's one? No, I like I like Shaky. Snow is falling all around me. Uh, don't pull that face. Children playing, having fun. Children playing and having fun. It's fine. What's the Elton John one? Step into Christmas. Uh, no, nah, that one. I just yeah. want to... That makes me want to do what the bloke from the House Martins did with an axe. <laughs> Someone's arsehole. Just... <laughs> well, I don't think it was someone's um, anus. I oh, wasn't it. No, I don't think so. I'm probably I, getting confused. I think he just he, he, he hit someone over the head with it. Oh, did he? I, I think so. I don't believe he, he. What was you just trying to upset someone? Where did you pull that from? Out there, arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't. We should got to hospital first before removing it. Oh, no, I don't dear. know. Just. I probably got confused. Did you just literally just want to segue in that the fact you don't like the Pretenders? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> More music, or are you done? Um, no, uh, number twenty-five, Simple Minds, Glittering Prize. That's my favourite Simple Minds one. It's my favourite Simple Minds. Is one. it? Yeah, I like that one. I went and watched the video. They're all like wearing gold suits and stuff. They look really young in the eighties. Simple Minds. Well, they were. Yeah. He's a proper old codger now, but um, I, I see him didn't like Brighton. He's really sprightly. He's much more sprightly than I am on stage. Is his voice good? Yeah. Yeah. Belfast Child sounded a bit like it was done on like a Casio VL tone. Like, but it's, you know, it's good. Did I do that one? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Love that one. Da da oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's quite an interesting note, the bam, bam, hey, 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 mama, ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it goes a bit longer than you think it's going to. Yeah. How's that finish off? They, they end up some woes, don't they, at the end? Oh, no, is it, nah, 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 nah. is that Nas? Yeah. Na 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 na. La la la. It's a la. It's a la, isn't it? Yeah. La la la. La la la. La la la. I thought the Niles sounded wrong. Oh, it's really good. Don't you forget about it's me. It's really fucking good, isn't it? Yeah. I really like live and kicking as well. Yeah, I don't mind live and kicking. I do, I do like. Don't you forget about me? Yeah. Maybe I actually like that more than glittering prize. They didn't write that, did they? No, they they didn't. That was um. Someone said Roxy Music were in the. In the frame for doing that, but, thought, but they knocked it back. I thought it was Duran Duran. Oh, really? Thought. Yeah. When I see him, he said that they put the Lars in. The la 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 la. That's a good good little move, isn't it? Yeah. Add a la. Get a what? percentage point. 
um, have you got any games? I have actually because it's a shame you asked that because I was going to mention the last one I've got for the charts, which was going to segue nicely into oh, the game. Oh, sorry, go on. What you got? That's right. Um, at number twenty-seven is Sharon Red. Never give you up. I don't know that. Right, so I don't know anything about Sharon Red, but apparently she done something with DNA. Right. Um, can you handle it? Was that her? I can't remember. Well, it's kind of like eighties electro soul sound. I, I, I wasn't that that um, that taken by the song really, but I read on her Wikipedia that she died of pneumonia related to AIDS, and I didn't know any other women who died of AIDS. So as, as a result, I sort of carried on having a little Google: Can women die of AIDS? And it turned out they can. But that inspired this game: AIDS or No AIDS. So I'm going to read out five people from the 80s, and you have to tell me, AIDS or no AIDS. Okay. Sorry, the options are AIDS. Or no AIDS. Or no AIDS, right, okay. Like deal or no deal, but with AIDS. Sure, Now we've added AIDS. Number one, Holly Johnson. AIDS. Well, he's HIV positive, so Uh, for the sake of argument, AIDS. Okay. Right, number two. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Trading Places actor, Dean Elliott, the American film critic, Roger Ebert, described him as the most dependable of all British character actors. Oh, no AIDS. AIDS. Oh, God rest his soul. That's one right, one wrong. Um, number three, Charlie Sheen, star of Platoon, Wall Street and Young Guns. He was too sexy for his own good, wasn't he? Um, AIDS. You're right. He was too sexy for his own good. Or we might have got it through other reasons. But you're right, AIDS. Uh, sexy man. Number four, talking to sexy men. Singer of Soft Cell, star of the BBC sitcom, two pints of men's milk and a packet of crisps. No AIDS. Uh, and lastly, uh, keyboard player from the Communals and bandmate of Jimmy Somerville, the Reverend Richard Coles. No AIDS. You're right, no AIDS. But he did once lie to Jimmy Somerville and said he had AIDS. He said, I did it to get Jimmy off my back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Boom. Didn't work. Jimmy just double-bagged himself and climbed back on. Uh. Fucking hell! Right. Uh, TV. Yeah. Right. Let's have a look. What we got? Uh, What have you got? You got anything for TV? No, I've got nothing for TV. I've only got events. Okay. Well, let me pull up me. Oh, there's a programme called Get Set at 9.30, uh, which must have been like some sort of Saturday superstore with Mark Curry. He was like a sort of... He was a poor man's fucking presenter, wasn't he? He was like a cross between Mike Smith and Timmy Mallet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, so uh, the, the show starts. So let me just break down what's on the show, right? This oh, is... I see I'd have put Curry a bit later than that. Hmm. I bet he had some zany glasses back Yeah, he then. did, didn't he? Uh, they, uh, Spiky ginger mullet. 9.35 to 9.40, Lauren and Hardy. Stan and Ollie have problems when a strange bird becomes a squawking squatter. That would have been, They made a cartoon, didn't they? They had a little Lauren and Hardy cartoon, oh, didn't they? Yeah. It must have been that. You had me at strange bird squatting. Um, at 10 o'clock, Champion the Wonder Horse. Remember that? Yeah, you used to like Champion oh, the Wonder Horse. I used to Horse. love that. But I reckon now, you'd be like, why am I watching this shit? Yeah. Like, why am I watching a black and white thing about an horse? Yeah, why Why am I watching a German girl with short curly hair? <laughs> <laughs> subtitled. What, what the fuck was Heidi all about? I loved Heidi. Do you remember the other one, Silas? Silas. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I know, I remember nothing about other than him riding a horse in the opening credits. Yeah. Is that right? That's Putin. No, he was raping the bear in the opening credits. Who? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what was what the fuck was Heidi all about? I don't know. It was weird, wasn't it? Kids wouldn't watch that now. No. Uh, uh, oh, at six fifteen, uh, David Essex's showcase. Oh my God, this looks fucking terrible. TV's really fucking bad. David Essex ain't untouchable, is he? Uh, Dynasty. Um, <laughs> is my mic working? Uh, 
Saturday Live. This is like of an evening. Right. Right, this is what you've got. Uh, late night shows hosted by Gloria Honeyford and Simon Bates. Oh, includes music from Bad Manners. Hmm. Not all bad. Oh, Buster Blood Vessel did the can-can and kicked them both in their private parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, let me... Uh, I've got another little link to some TV that might be a little bit more uh, interesting because there weren't a lot on that... Uh, that one there. Let's pull this one up. What we got? Ah, oh, right. Here we go. This is ITV. Yes. Right, ITV. Uh, this is when like shit starts to get real, right? Yeah. Nine thirty. Sesame Street. That's how you started your day off, wasn't it? Oh yes. It's an hour as well. Sesame Street. Yeah. Have we spoke about it on here? I don't know. Like probably not for like a year. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, I used to love Sesame Street. Who is your favourite? Not not a character. Who is your favourite um, people that lived on the street? What the the people? Like Bob, yeah. That that black fe- that black fella with a bald head Gordon. and the little tash, yeah. Yeah, he was a nice bloke, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like uh, was the American De- Derek Griffiths. Who is your Who is your favourite like character on Sesame Street? Um. Like maybe Bert and Ernie. They're fucking great, weren't they? Yeah. Absolutely fucking great. Who uh, did you like? I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I remember you I used to like Oscar the Grouch as well. Yeah. I liked a bloke that used to walk into a shop and he used to just do sound effects. Like, oh, yeah. And he used to walk in, he had like a little fucking... Was it like a music shop? Yeah, he had yeah. a little bowler out on and he went in and he always wanted the trumpet and he went in and he went, <laughs> uh, I really like a... And like... And then they bring out all these different instruments. And everyone they brought out, he went, "No, that's <laughs> and like." And he made all the noises. And I remember thinking, "This is fucking brilliant." Or he going to a tool shop wanting a drill. Oh and yeah, like, fucking brilliant. I really liked him. Uh, so yeah, after that, got a bit of wrestling at lunch, and then uh, uh, did you, I used to like a bit of wrestling. Oh, did you I like loved a bit it, of wrestling? mate. Fucking loved it. Kendo Nagasaki, fucking Big Daddy, Haystacks, fucking who was the blind one? Alan Kirby. Kirby, yeah. Oh. Rollerball Rocco. He weren't blind. That's really offensive. He was deaf, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it was fucking brilliant Saturday lunchtime. And I remember being like completely on board with it all. Like I remember yeah. thinking like John Asats was like fucking evil. Yeah. And like oh, he was such a cunt. Yeah. And Big Daddy was just like double R. Jesus. And like, but he was Jesus. Yeah. Like anyway, then you had the afternoon as well to sport. You'd be out on your fucking Davis and a little bit of jizz in his hair. You'd be out on your grifter around this point, yeah. right? You come in, fucking little fucking Saturday night fucking dinner. Yeah, the old man's Paul's coop unscrewed up in the corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Seven fifteen, Metal Mickey. How good was Metal yes. Mickey? Yeah, fucking brilliant. What did Mickey Dolenz have to do with that? I think was he like a producer or I creator? Think he, or... he created it. Yeah. Yeah, he created it because he had uh, the bloke from Quadrophenia in it, didn't he? Spike, who uh, who was the, like the one with like the tartan trousers on it, who oh, played um, not Chalky. I can't think who plays in Quadrophenia. Uh, yeah, it followed. Uh, what was the pyramid game? The pyramid game was Steve Summit or other ginger ear glasses. Davis played a bit of snooker. <laughs> Steve Jones. Archibald. 
Steve Jones. Because I went to see the Steve Jones uh, show at the Thameside Theatre. And because uh, my granddad worked there, and you'd like, you know, if a show weren't sold out, he'd just get it. Yeah. You know, in amongst all the other little schemes he had there, like emptying the photocopy of 10 P's all into his pocket at the weekend. Um, we yeah, went to see the Steve Jones show. And uh, supporting was a little-known uh, artist called Gary Wilmot, who uh, got a kid's band up on stage. And I got up on stage with Gary Wilmot. It's probably my first time on stage, I reckon. With Wilmot? With Wilmot. And played, you know, like a big fucking tea chest. Yeah. Um, but with like some fucking pole and like a bit of string attached to it, like a double bass. Like, boom, boom, boom. yeah. Yeah, I was up on stage. I've shared a stage with Wilmot. Completely wow. forgot about it until that moment that you mentioned the pyramid game. Blimey. Did not know that. Mm. Stormed it. That's then followed by Game for a Laugh. I remember thinking that was pioneering television. <laughs> But it was a laugh, going for a laugh. It was but, only but on really, for 50 minutes. I remember thinking that was on for about three hours. Yeah, but when you think back on it, like probably Beadle was the only one that was a laugh. Ah, oh, I love Matthew Kelly. Shame, though, isn't it? Sarah Kennedy. Yep. Henry uh, Kelly. The other Kelly, yep. Yep. Like, um, what did Matthew Kelly used to do? on go- What did the others all do on going for a laugh? But They laughed a lot. Beadle dressed up as a copper and just kind of like watched someone's car fall in a river. <clears throat> he was a cunt, Beadle, really. I'm surprised Beadle didn't get more ridings. There must be a load of fucking outtakes where Beadle's just getting a shoe in. That'd be a good YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I, I actually watched something on Beadle once. He was a bit of a dude. Like, before that, he was like, he was a right old hippie. And I think he was involved in like music festivals and that. He was oh, like, really? Yeah. And, uh, but I remember like, Proper thinking game for a laugh was brilliant. Yeah. Like stitching people up. Yeah. And like, and I fancied Sarah Kennedy a little bit. And like, uh, why are you pulling that face? No, I just never did. You liked Matthew Kelly, didn't you? I know he was your favourite. Oh, when I was and a then, teenager, um, I'd have probably been we, uh, The professionals were started <laughs> at, uh, at 9.20. Ba-dam, bam. That got really urgent, the last bit. They got into fifth gear in that fucking Capri. Yeah. Like, they were blokes, weren't they? Yeah. Bodie and Doyle. Yeah, fuck yes. Like, they never had time to explain. No. Like, no time to explain whatsoever. It was just like, get in, item. Yeah. Roll over the bonnet of a Capri. Yep. Get the answer. Book them. Done. Yeah. Then go and have it off with a lady. Oh, yes. Up the fanny. In the 80s. <laughs> uh, after, after the... Prefer- right, have this, They right. wouldn't muck around with bum holes, would they, in the 80s? No. No. It's a no. modern construct, isn't it? Nah. Like, uh, Catch Lewis Collins no. out there, hanging out at some bird's arsehole, wasting <laughs> his time up there. <laughs> You say like wasting some time. <laughs> he ain't got time to explain, let alone fucking no. hang around an arsehole. But like, how about this, right? If you've got a fucking set of pubes, right, in 1982, right? You, 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 you've come in, right? You've realised you ain't one on the pools, right? You fucking, 
you get your fucking yeah you, you, you've had a few beers down the pub you get in uh you pull open your four pack of kestrels right and uh you watch the professionals right yeah that's then followed by the big match oh then followed by snooker it was a pube based time wasn't it yeah i would say that is a hundred percent my old man saturday night yeah comes in pitch from the pub Four pack of Kestrel. Yeah. Watches the professionals. Yeah. Watches the big match. My old girl goes to bed. Oh, go watch the snooker. Cracks open another Kestrel. Yeah. And she goes in, finds him three o'clock in the morning with a black screen with a little white dot in the middle going, <laughs> boo. <laughs> Says you come into bed and fuck off. And then he pisses up the curtains in the middle of the night. It's 100% my old man's 80s Saturday night. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, BBC One. Grandstand was always like a poor man's world of sport, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you ain't got Dickie Davis. Nah. Uh, but what you do get uh, in the evening, Dukes of Hazard. You didn't like Dukes of Hazard. It weren't that car-based. I know that the car was, was it, but it did they have... They were in a car for a lot of time. It did have Daisy in it, and I, I really liked her. Oh, right. So you'll turn a blind eye to a car as long as there's a bit of muff involved. Correct. Uh, <laughs> the Late Late Breakfast Show. Was that Edmunds? Yeah. Oh, let's move on. Uh, eight, uh, 6.55, Blankety Blank. Who was that? Well, that would have been Wogan at the Wogan time, wouldn't it? Wogan at that point. Yeah. Gold. Absolute gold. Yeah. Did, did you... I liked a bit of Blankety I Blank. Loved it. Loved it. Followed at, at half seven. And I always remember thinking this was on at about half nine at night at Juliet Bravo. Mm. What, what was time was that on seven? Half seven. Earlier than I would have said. What about the gentle touch? What time would that have been on? Jill Gascoigne. That would have been a nine o'clock or a night. Yeah. yeah. There might have been some surprised women like jumping out of beds with, with boobs. <laughs> 100%. Don't get that anymore in cop shows. <sighs> I know. I know. Um, 20 past eight. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah pint size slaphead Paul Daniels magic show oh just rubbish did you like him in the 80s or not I thought I was meant to like him I remember putting on my Christmas list once that I wanted his magic set like at the catalogue yeah like did you get it nah nah oh you're right. though you're your millennium falcon I'll put Mr. Frosty on there and the uh, and the Star Wars Hoff base every year. Did you get the Hoff base? No. Have you bought it since? No, I haven't actually. Oh, I really wanted that. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever get a Mr. Frosty? No. Did bro- you have a Soda Stream? No. Me brother, did you have a soda stream? No. Me brother asked for Mr. Frosty and got it the first year he asked. Really? Yeah. It's fucking so rubbish. But it was like 1997 by then. It, like, literally, it was so shit. No way, cause, but you could make your own slush. You couldn't. What you do, right, it's, it, essentially, right, it's just a fucking... Pack of ice cubes and an hammer. It's a pack of ice cubes <laughs> and a cheese grater. And so you, you put the ice cubes in the top and then you turn this fucking l- l- limp plastic handle and then it just goes... As you try and grate ice. Well, that's a Mr. Frosty. That's a Mr. Frosty. So by the time you had a fruity flavour with Percy Penguin, you've literally got blisters all over your hand and a broken handle in your hand and an half melted <laughs> ice cube and a fucking about half an inch of water in the bottom of a glass. <laughs> that should be the advert for Mr. Frosty. But them kids look so happy. Of course they did. 
I remember the kids looking really happy on the box of Domino Rally. Took me about fucking 15 minutes to constantly keep setting it up. And every time I fucking nearly got there, it would all fall over again. I could have told you you didn't have the patience for Domino Rally. I haven't got the patience for Domino Rally. I won't argue with that. You got Domino Rally? Yeah. I never got Domino Rally. I think like... Where is... Can you... uh, Grab some beer, will you? I don't think you had the... um... Domino rallies, like, you, you, you need a quite a... You don't think I had the coordination to set it I up? don't think so. I think, like, because you was, like, you was a, I'm, what, October 82. You was probably six foot one by this point. Yeah, my arms were six foot seven. Like, <laughs> and I just think, like, like, your dad might have just picked it up in fucking Toys R Us, and I reckon your mum would have just gone, like, I don't think that's right for him. And I just think he was just like, Let, let's just get him something that like he won't drop or he won't knock over, something nice and simple. Like, I think that's just like where it went with you, mate. I just don't think... Yeah, they just got me a boxing egg garden I had to wear <laughs> at school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, I think we're done with telly. You, got any, any, you ain't got nothing for telly, have you? Fuck all. Right, quick game? Yeah. Upstairs, downstairs. Right. They're bold upstairs. Are they bold downstairs? Right. And what are the permutations? Uh, well, it's up to you. You can describe what you think's going on downstairs. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, late 80s um, uh, front man of, uh, of Metal Outfit, the Christians, Gary Christian. Oh, that's an interesting one. Because I always presumed that Gary Christian had some medical condition that meant he was bowled upstairs and didn't have any hair on his whole body like Duncan Goodhue. Yeah, just a little pair of Ray-Bans above his stem. <laughs> Only when he was on holiday, a little yeah. fag in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Christian's cock, Benidorm, 1983. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, What a sunset, though. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I reckon um, bold up top, downstairs, prawn again. <laughs> Mick Fleetwood. Oh, Fleetwood. Lot going on round the sides. Lot going on round the sides. A lot going on round the sides, which leads me to believe. A slick, a slick ponytail. Yeah. With nothing on top. So what I think... He's downstairs. He's got quite a long, thin cock with a bulbous belly and a bit like a conker hanging on a string. <laughs> okay. And he's uh, and and his pubes like similarly they're, they're straight, they're greasy. Yeah. They smell a bit like old men's necks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mick Ladies Fleetwood. and gentlemen, Fleetwood's cop. <laughs> Conker plunker. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, the bloke from Midnight Oil. The time has come to say fair's fair. He's got a bald head, but he has pubic hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You don't stand up for indigenous people and not have a great big bush of pubes because it wasn't fashionable to say that at the time. No, no. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Salute the bush. Yeah. Uh, last one. Bobby Cholton. Now, I'm led to believe I'm very, very good. Uh, Guess no, what? I've, I think I might be a bit pissed. Um, <laughs> I'm led to believe that uh, Bobby Cholton, actually, his cock was completely bold, mm. but he had a little line of pubes down one side, predictably, yeah. that he swept over, swept over the top of his cock to give the appearance of a very full bush of pubes. Yeah. But whenever he was there with his cock out and it got windy, it would just blow him to one side to reveal he was bold. Consistent, though, upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, like upstairs, downstairs. What you'd expect from uh, from, from Mr. Charlton. Yep. Yeah, okay. Brilliant. But, but he, he could smash it in from all angles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. Is he dead? Yeah. What, Bobby? Oh. No, I don't think he is. They're dropping like flies, aren't they, the 66 boys? Yeah. Recent years. Right. Uh, um, uh, yeah. If anyone can confirm for us, is Bobby Charlton dead or not? Okay. What you got for um, news? <sighs> it's not really news, it's just sort of events. All right, what have we got? Uh, number one, Helmut Kohl replaces Helmut Schmidt as Chancellor of Germany. Why are there so many blokes called Helmut in Germany? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what would be the equivalent of Helmut over it? It'd be something like Dave, wouldn't it? There's that many fucking Helmets. <laughs> Do you reckon have, like, you know, like, you get big... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dave and a big Steve, big helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So the thing is, if they were one of the stag do, where we'd have, like, fucking Dave the Minge Eater and things like that mm. on a T-shirt? Helmet cheddar. <laughs> you could just put a helmet. I'm like, I'm fucking on board. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I did. Uh, did say there was a lot of helmet action. Um, you ever met any helmets? <laughs> no. 
when I did that trip for the council and we went to stay at the concentration camp, the bloke that ran the concentration camp was called Helmet. <laughs> he was a little bloke who looked like Manuel from Faulty Towers. Uh, 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 how did you deal with Sat? Uh, did you call him Helmet? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like every time you said it, you had a little snigger at yourself. Because it basically means the bulbous tip of a man's penis. I I I can't um, I I, I can't uh, deal. I, I could not deal with that. I could not say helmet to somebody <laughs> and like, and have a conversation. I just I'm not mature enough. Helmet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Use of all met helmet, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you helmet. <laughs> No, 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 Um We mentioned at the beginning, uh, Sexual Healing uh, came out yeah. this month uh, from uh, Marvin's last album, Midnight Love. Why was it his last album? He died. What, shortly after? Yes. That was, was he killed by his dad? Yes. But did his dad go mental? Uh, there, there was... Yeah, all, all, all sorts of um, accusations. There's a lot of drugs involved in uh, the uh, the lifetimes of uh, of Marvin. Uh, but one of the things that um, when you start a song with um, "Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up," let's make love tonight. Do you think Marvin Gaye ever just had a bunk up? Even if he'd had a few drinks and he just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just, I'm feeling like... I thought you were going to say, was there any time when Marvin couldn't wake her up and thought, <laughs> well, you know, she's obviously sound asleep. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's ever had a... <coughs> no, he just makes love, doesn't he? To women who are awake. Default setting. He yeah. can't help it. Yeah. He'll just be like, oh, I really want to, like, just stick me fucking... And, like, before you know it, as he's saying it, he's lighting a candle. He can't help no, it. No, soul, soul singers don't ever go, like, i got to get lead, i got to get lead. They no. don't. They don't. They know it's on tap. No. They they never have to put an handful yeah. of spit up a snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Thomas might... But you, the likes of the good ones, like the likes of Marvin Gaye, I can imagine Kenny Thomas, can't you? <laughs> Thinking about your love. <laughs> Do you know about... He's uh, one who goes at it quickly at the start, and not he? Kenny Thomas. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tiny. Right. Tiny cock. <laughs> That's why they sacked him from living in a box. Um, do you know the, the thing about Marvin Gaye and apparently the rumours around the recording of what's going on? Mm. About him being a very sexual man. Nah. And so obviously the the concept behind what's going on, it's a very political album yeah. about his brother's return from Vietnam and, you know, it's a concept record. And uh, But apparently being a very sexual man... He just, obviously, his default setting was he just wanted to sing, get up, get up, get up, get up, let's make love tonight. So apparently during the sessions of what's going on, uh, he would have to take a break and go and knock one out 
to just get them that that feeling of love I, and wanting to make love out of his mind, so he could focus on the realities of. Uh, I really thought for a minute you were going to say he'd done what happened to Commandant Lassard <laughs> on the podium, like <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. Brother, brother, brother! No, apparently, uh, and it becomes... He's cracking one out. You'd have a Marvin. Like, yeah, if you weren't, like, fucking being able to, like, focus on what you were singing about because uh, you was just a little bit too uh, of a lovemaker, you'd have have to go and have a little Marvin. And then... uh, Blimey. Yeah, he was back and focused. There you go. Uh, Pope John Paul. Did he have a wank? Do you reckon he did? But did Pope John Paul... The only Pope? Yeah, the best Pope. Yeah. Did he have a wank? I think so, because what I want to know is if he didn't, what does the... What does he... What did he do? Apart from spitting image. I remember a letter in Viz saying, um, so Cliff Richard is celibate. So what is it, Cliff? One off the wrist or sticky bed sheets? (laughs) <laughs> well surely Pope John Paul II what was it one off the wrist or sticky bed sheets tweet him uh, hashtag you imagine these people coming in in the morning and he's got his sheets all bunched up ready he's like no I'll take these down that's fine no we don't want to know get off <laughs> <laughs> like spudding train spotting <laughs> yeah. just them just getting shared with spaff <laughs> holy spaff everywhere <laughs> oh dear yeah, like what do you what do you think? Where 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 did his holy water go? Did it go uh, in, in in a little? Uh, he wouldn't have a tissue, would he? He'd have like a little like hanky, wouldn't he? I reckon they had little test tubes of it for sale at the Vatican. Mm. Mm. Oh, do you know what? I went there last this year. People buy any old toot out of there. I do. Yeah. Imagine yeah. what you get for Pope the proper Pope spunk, the actual Pope. Not one of these Johnny Come Latelys. The actual no, fucking the, Pope. the the eighties Pope. Yeah, like. Could you tell me what a Pope has looked like since 80s Pope? No, it's just the Pope. Yeah. Like, because no, no others have had a T-shirt saying, I like the Pope, the Pope smokes dope, apart from the proper Pope. I've got nothing to add to that. The Pope. The Pope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. What you got for sport? No, nothing. Uh... There was European athletics. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about PE. Yeah. Uh, what was you? I know we spoke last time about the fact that I never got to do hurdles or pole vault. Yeah. Like, but what, what was your like, memories of PE? Hated it. It was like, shit, wasn't it? Yeah. PE was the fucking, like, it was probably the worst in, in senior school. They were always just a bit fucking, it was something a bit sadistic. Hundred percent, and and like not necessarily noncy, but you know, just like yeah, just fucking sadistic and horrible about PE teachers. And the girls' PE teacher looked; she actually fucking looked like Myra Hindley, and would watch all the girls going in and out the shower. And then, um, yeah, and the bloke, the the, the boys' PE teacher were just cunts, just utter fucking cunts. And then in the end, they got rid of them, and two new blokes come in who were like ex-army, and it was like fucking, you know, like Copeland and Blanks, just like <laughs> one who one who was like really fucking fierce and the other one who was just a bit of a dipshit. 
And yeah, and but that was just it was just horrible, just fucking horrible. And at my school, like for some reason, they you weren't allowed to play football until the third year because they wanted to encourage everyone. They wanted to find out who the good rugby players were because they were a rugby school. Oh, oh fucking you know, I just want to play football. I want to fucking play rugby. I want to play football. I remember when I started like secondary school, when we had to get our PE kit. Like one of it involved like a rugby top. And when you I'm, say when you had to get it, do you mean like you well, my got, mum had you, to buy it? Oh, I thought you meant like you got sent to sent like Leslie off to <laughs> <laughs> the commandant's house and you found his wife in the shower. <laughs> no, <clears throat> you know you had to get all your PE kit bought like before you started. And I remember getting it on a rugby shirt. I'd never had a rugby shirt, and I thought oh, I'm going to play rugby. This would be well good. Were you excited about playing rugby? Really excited. And then on the first day, I just thought, this is rubbish. Like, you can't just run around with a ball. You have to, like, frat backward. And, like, oh, it was just fucking rubbish. And I remember, like, um, the first day, I remember wearing it and, like, my shorts were really short and putting, like, football boots on and going out. It was pissing me rain. And it yeah. was really cold. Uh, and I remember it, like, straight away went, right, press-ups. And he made us do press-ups in this, like, like, fucking filthy, dirty, wet, muddy what field. What sort of cunt does that? Like, I won't name him. Like, uh, I remember thinking, fucking hell. And, like, the thought now that if I happen to see someone, like, when my kids were at school, like, behaving like that, I can't kick him up the side of the head. Yeah. Like, you, you fucking bully cunt. Like, um... I remember getting the ball kicked at me leg as well and it like being really fucking cold and like I, I remember the ball hitting me on the leg like on Sunday league football oh. and just like looking at my leg and it was like glowing like E.T.'s finger like yeah. literally actually fucking glowing yeah. orange horrible and I remember just thinking like this is really fucking overrated like PE I thought like when I got the secondary school I was going to be doing really cool things yeah like and, and I I did I think honestly thought I'd be doing hurdles and pole vault like <laughs> and I weren't I was just literally not I couldn't play rugby and I was just like getting just pushed over in mud and like and then the only other thing I remember like was, was cross country and also they never led by example like, they were never like, right, and what you got to do here, if you want to do your press-ups, do this. Yeah. they never done that. No, they were like the Tories. They tell you what you got to do, but don't actually fucking do it themselves. Exactly, mate. I, I remember at, at senior, because 1982, we wouldn't have been at senior school. We'd have still been at cosy fucking junior school, wouldn't we? Yeah. But I remember at senior school, this would pro- probably been like 1983 or 1984, so I'd have been like 11, 11 or 12. Being out on the rugby pitch and it was shitting down a rain. It was freezing fucking cold. And um, I remember one time this kid, Stephen Thomas, going, do you want to buy one of these? And he had these little fucking things, like hand warmers, oh. that you crack them and then they go warm. Mm. And um, he went, they're 10p. And, like, you know, he didn't have fucking 10 You didn't have 10p then, but, like, he, he did them on tick. So you, we all just fucking stood around with these little hand warmers that we knew it cost us 10p, but just fucking made that little bit of joy. And I remember another time someone going... Props to Stephen. <laughs> yeah. But I think another time, I think it might have even been him going, have you tried pissing yourself? <laughs> but going like, what? And him going, piss yourself, he's warm. And so, like, it was shitting down the rain. 
freezing fucking cold. So you think, what have I got to lose? Just like standing there, just pissing yourself in the rain. You're like, oh, that is warm, actually. Oh, it's cold again. <laughs> that was smell of piss. <laughs> oh, dear. But, you know, you're going to have to get in the shower and have the fucking... You know, pervy noncy PE teachers stare at your little button cock anyway, so you might as well just... <laughs> it's so horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Like, and, like, I'll tell you what we're going to do now. Cross-country. What does that mean? Oh, we're going to stand here, but we're going to make you run miles. Yeah. Just going to make loads of little cross-cunts. Like, yeah. And, like... And it was fucking rubbish. I was fucking wafted. There'd be it? about three kids that, like, like fucking probably... As we mentioned before, Stephen Ian had to go and do running in the afternoon and go in when we was out playing. Like, that would probably excel at stuff like that. I remember that, just running, running around the fucking field and your shoes would be like the Bay City Rollers where they got so much fucking yeah. mud on the bottom. Horrible. Horrible. Um, I, uh, I feel like I should ap- uh, uh, apologise to um, our, our friend and listener, uh, Lee Antonio, why? Uh, he got really upset when I mentioned him coming last in the 100 metres on Sports Day. Why are you mentioning it again? I'm just, I just wanted to apologise. He's he, the sportiest bloke we both know. I, I know. He's not very good at snooker. Like, mm. um, oh, it's Paul, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like, I'm, I'm much better at it than him. Um, but, but yeah, like, I, I mentioned that he come last, um, on, on the 100 metres. And, uh, I felt like he got a little bit upset about it. Sorry, well, rightly though. so. He shouldn't keep mentioning it. All right. I, I don't... I di- I, well, he didn't redeem himself in the second year. I don't think he ran it again after that. I think coming last in the first year must have really fucking, like, embarrassed him. I um, would edit this out, but for the fact that he's probably going to hit you in the back of the end <laughs> of the lay-by, and I'm going to stand there looking all smug. <laughs> Sorry, Lee. Right. Um... I've got uh, another round of goal hangers or small wangers, if you want to uh, put them in order. Goal hangers or small wangers? So as these, I can't remember this one. Uh, I want you to line them up. Who's got the biggest to the smallest, right? Right, okay. Okay, so this is who you've got. Ray Clements. Yep. Right, they're all footballers. Yep, right? Liverpool and Tottenham. Uh, former Scunthorpe United, uh, an ex-England cricketer, Beefy Botham. Okay. Uh, John Barnes and Terry Butcher. There could be a lot of big Corys in this. So we've got Clements. Beefy. Barnes. Beefy, butcher. Barnes. Butcher. You starting with the biggest? Smallest. We go Small, smallest right. to biggest. Okay. Uh, right. Smallest. Uh, Ray Clements. I think Ray Clements has got like uh, a little kind of red peanut M&M. No, no, no. He's got... I would say Ray Clements... It's an average cock. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to write home. Bear puts in a decent performance. Yeah. Um, probably, I would say it's hard to judge which is the best one out of his and Shilton's. So, Birds would have him one week and Shilton the next. A reliable and, cock. Yeah, reliable cock. Both very, very reliable cocks, but nothing to write home about. No, yeah. no flair, you know, but just solid, yeah. solid, solid six inches. Yeah. Um, next, uh, probably beefy Barnes and Butcher. Beefy Barnes and Butcher. Probably next would be uh, Butcher. I reckon. Okay. Um, he he cut it, but he wasn't worried. Like he, he was trying to cram it in 
before before she was properly moist, didn't put a handful of spit in or anything. Split his frenulum. Split his frenulum, blood all over it. Wrapped but, the bandage around yeah, the end. Yeah, f- little three lines around the end. And there'll always be an England butcher's cock. Probably like s- seven inches, fit as a butcher's cock. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, uh, with the smallest uh, of wangers, uh, we've got Ray Clements. It's dependable. He's oh, not, it's not, it's not small. It's just the least big out of all yeah. the cocks. I know. And uh, then, uh, then, then both and then Barnes. Oh, you you, you think that that, that uh, Barnes has got a bigger plunker than Beefy? Yep. Do you think Beefy had a bigger one, but he just bonked it away? Nah, Barnes's was biggest. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Uh, what do you reckon Beefy's cock looked like? Um, I reckon... Do you reckon he had a little tash over the top of it? I reckon uh, it was like quite well-groomed pubes, but I reckon his cock looked like... Um, remember that um, puppet, Alf? Yeah, the alien. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon, yeah. I reckon his cock looked like, uh, looked like Alf's face. Definitely. Yeah. But like a beef-based elf. Yeah. Yeah. Belf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. I've got a backup game if you want to finish on a game as well. Another one. Well, might as well. Is All this right. the last thing? It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to go back for another round of smooth beer for Robert Smith. They smooth down below, like, you know, just, just a nice smooth one, or have they got a wild fucking bush? Okay. Annika Rice. Wild. Really? Mental, yeah. Yeah, cause, because... Like, literally a treasure hunt for a... <laughs> <laughs> like, to find it. Definitely. Wow. No one has ever found Annika Rice's clit. She's got so... She's Seriously? Got, she's got so much air <laughs> around, like, it goes from her belly button to the base of her spine, and it is thick. It's like a shag pole carpet. You've got your chopper. It's, you're all bit in it. Yeah. Like, you can't get through it. Wow. Okay. All Nothing. That... You put flour on it, everything. Right. You just can't find... You, like, you might find her hole. Yeah. But no one has ever found her clit. No one knows if she's got a clit. Like Amphia Turner, it yeah. might have been blown off by a pyrotechnic. No one's ever found it. Wow. Mm. Anne Diamond. I don't think Anne Diamond's got a particularly noteworthy vagina. <laughs> I reckon it's quite tidy. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, Do you reckon her fanny looks like Nick Owen? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of dependable. Yeah. Like, little side parting in her pubes. Um, quite a tidy little rat. Like, Yeah, good solid flange. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, uh, Tina Turner. Wild. Feral. Absolutely fucking feral. Like like the outback. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's got its own tribe living in it. Yeah. The bloke from Midnight Oil will be singing a song for him. Yeah, her bush. City limits. 
That's the one. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Right, I think we're done. We're back next time. Uh, give us some uh, weird hashtags. I can't remember what ones we've said. Fritz uh, privilege. Fritz Always privilege. use Fritz privilege. <laughs> At some point, we will get some Fripp's Privilege T-shirts made, just purely because I want one. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, yeah. Yeah. See ya. Remembering when we were young in the 80s.